everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm James Anderson, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin Parker, one of your other hosts. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. And my time is coming to an end really quickly because I cannot breathe in this suitcase. Mike, <laughs> can you please let us out? Oh, I didn't realize. Uh, oh, I, right. I'm I'm the robot from the canon that we've discussed previously. Right. Uh, yep. Zip. Oh, Frankly. I'm sure that fe- I can feel some some really good uh, good air. I'm hoping that you're feeling that within your lungs because you are a humanoid. I am, and also I have just realized how far we have floated out into the Hudson. This is a little terrifying. I'm pretty sure this water is toxic. Uh, for James, for humans. Throw a rope. No. <laughs> you don't have fun with me anymore. <laughs> sometimes you yes and by fun. saying no, but sometimes no. you yes and by saying no, but. I don't think I said my name, but my name is Mike Snyder. Oh, hey, Mike. <laughs> Hi, Mike. You know, I realized just by saying, Mike, can you let us out, does not actually fully introduce you. <laughs> So I have let you down. I'm sorry. Yeah, about I that, like Mike. the no, but the the the, the uh, it was just such a great image that I couldn't we could we couldn't just stop to be like, well, who's my full name and where am I from? No, we're right. in a suitcase in the Hudson. We have Mike Snyder from Good Morning Greendale, and I brought mm-hmm. my own soapbox on our show once again mm-hmm. uh, to good good call. talk to us about mm-hmm. the conclusion of this car ride. Mm. We're here. We've arrived. There's going to be mm-hmm. uh, talking and walking and looking and not looking at some people because they are for sure not people we see every day in the break room standing out there pretending to be. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't look at him. Mm-hmm. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. Okay. Okay. Uh, he does owe you money, though. So hey, maybe, J- I mean, yeah. uh, sir. Hey, what? Oh, hey. No, can I have some change? No, no, no. All right. Peggy Carter, really mean to homeless the, people, like just like, like weirdly yeah. mean. Um, you owe me for the birthday card for, I mean, uh, no, sir, I cannot <laughs> give you change. I don't carry that anymore. Hey, you guys going into Project Re- Oh, crap. Oh, dang. Oh, dang it. Oh, that cannot handle this. No one tell him. No one tell Phillips about this. All right. So. Son, I'm already disappointed. <laughs> you, you blew your cover. That's not good. Um, all right. <laughs> We are talking about Captain America, the first Avenger. Yes. Heard of it? And <laughs> Yes, actually. It is. Uh, the, what we're talking about is uh, 30 minutes and 37 seconds through 32 minutes and 34 seconds. That's right. A Ooh. much longer clip. And a much shorter episode. A shorter Let's go. episode. All right. So here is the <laughs> three paragraph introduction of what happens. I'm joking. It's only two. All right. Here we go. Carter and Rogers arrive at an antique store called Brooklyn Antiques. They get out of the car next to some bums. Steve starts to head one way, but Peggy directs him to go in the other direction. And that's why you shouldn't uh, lead if you don't know where you're going, Steve. Mm. Although that is indicative of his character. And blah, blah, blah. As they go in, some guys in nice suits hang out by a car. It almost seems extraneous to show us these two random guys. Steve is confused about why they would go into an antique store. They go inside, and an older woman comes out from the back of the store to greet them. She says, wonderful weather this evening, isn't it? And Peggy says, yes, but I always carry an umbrella. This turns out to be the passphrase. The woman goes to the counter and presses a button. Also under the counter is a machine gun. Not to interrupt, yeah. but how, the thing is, that I feel like that that um, that 
phrase yeah. that uh what's the actual term for that uh, is passphrase not the correct term for that I don't I know but I think there is an actual uh a, a, count, a counter a counter right, right a counter sign yeah 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 counter sign that's the word I'm looking yeah. for uh the counter sign unfortunately though is because I guess they've recorded with or filmed this with so many British people though I feel like a British person would just naturally say that. So how many people do you think walked in were like, I mean, yes, of course, but I always carry an umbrella. And they're like, right this way. And they're like, okay, great. So what? Oh, my God. What is going on here? The funny yeah. thing is that British people are always game to to join secret scientific organizations, no matter the other yeah, context. Unfortunately, yeah. They're the, like, you, know you what? need That's me. Also oh, fits. I have my own it's, lab coat. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's it's canon in most of uh, movie making. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I always think about how uh, umbrellas started off as parasols, which was literally to keep out the sun. And then it just happened mm-hmm. to rain. And they're like, you know what? This mm. keeps off the rain, this too. This also yeah. has mm-hmm. another functionality. Yeah. It's umbrella at keeping the rain off of you. And, and now here in... Wow. Wow. That does not. Uh, it wow. doesn't. I, you know, I was like already, I had my, my tangent locked and loaded and you're like, wait, hold on. Bring it. Okay. Now we can get it. <laughs> no. Yeah. And, and now uh, an entire portion of the United States has a uh, nose if you're a tourist because you're holding an umbrella. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like the city that I live in, Portland, ah. who's like, yes, you, you carry around a, uh, an umbrella in Portland. You are going to be labeled a tourist. Get a good and raincoat. mugged. Um, generally not. What if you have an, a sword in your umbrella? More or less likely to be mugged. Uh, you... Is that a Kingsman reference? <laughs> oh, it's not not a Kingsman reference. Oh, good. I don't know. I I, I don't know what's going to happen if you have a sword in your umbrella and you're getting mugged and then you pull out the sword. More I don't know what's going to happen. Thing, I guess. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> it's probably more, much more uh, figured out in Seattle. That's that twelfth man mentality. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Seahawks. Steve and Peggy go through. <laughs> wow! Some hey, a curtains. second episode with sports knowledge. Wow! Ladies the Seahawks were around in 1991, so James change. knows what they're talking about. That's the year I was born. <laughs> yeah, the, that's the year I stopped knowing about sports stuff. So if you can reference stuff that existed back then, I am game. Because of me. Yeah, I was like, Collins here. Why would I learn any more about sports? Michael Jordan is <laughs> he'll existing. Get it for me. Yeah, yeah, he'll fill exactly. that one in for me. <laughs> Baby Collins, like, boy, co-host. there sure is a burden on me right now. <laughs> That's where my anxiety. Nineteen ninety six is a rough year for five year old Colin, but I guess I'll look at the sports section. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! Okay, great. Right. So we get the countersign. <laughs> yes, they go in. Sorry, my bad. They stand in front of uh, Steve and Peggy. <laughs> go through some curtains where they stand in front of a bookcase. The bookcase mm. opens to resume. The bookcase opens to reveal a very militaristic-looking hallway with people milling about. They walk down the hallway where they see a bunch of dispensable, I mean, intimidating MPs. Some more MPs open a set of doors for them. They enter a large room and look down on lots of machines and scientists. Everyone stops talking when they see who has just entered the room. Steve looks nervously at Peggy. She also looks nervous, but then she steals her nerves and leads Steve down the stairs. Erskine comes over to meet them and is annoyed when a flash camera goes off as they shake hands. He asks Steve if he's ready and then tells him to take off his shirt, his tie, and his hat. And Peggy goes, yeah! And high fives with the nurse that is also standing there. I've been trying to step on him. Uh, you can tell by how quickly I wrapped up that scene that I was I was done. I was like, and then the rest of the scene happens. And then the rest of the scene happens. I don't want to talk yeah. about it any further. 
Oh, it was also it's also fun to have watched the scene having already recorded subsequent scenes in the sequence. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, because <laughs> I know who gets shot, and I'll tell you what, same. it's lots of the people we meet in this scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is it all of them? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Kind of basically. It's also great when you also ha- come at that with the mentality of knowing the future of these movies. Yeah. Where in the future, Captain Rogers says, uh, I think at least twice, we don't trade lives. And yet, all around Captain America, <laughs> lives are traded. Yeah. Yeah. And that is the power of being a white man. He, in yeah. 1943 <laughs> to today. He, he he got from Peggy the idea of the royal we. Uh, Steve Rogers, <laughs> we don't trade lives. Mm-hmm. I leave that to Dum Dum Dugan. Um, Wait, doesn't he live, though? But he takes the lives. He trade. He does the life trade. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I miss. I misunderstood what you were saying. I was like, I'm pretty sure he yeah. lives. Uh, he's in some Agent Carter yeah, episodes, he is. unless we have a yeah, yeah. He got his rank insignia uh, in st- stitched onto his bowler cap. That man knows how his, yeah. how to do a haberdashery. I tell you what. Um, I bet you he's met alabaster. I bet he empl- heavily <laughs> and exclusively employs alabaster. Mm. Although alabaster is, in the MCU uh, confirmed fifty years late, but that's that's okay. Because um, wasn't alabaster eighteen ninety nine? Alabaster's nephew, yeah. Maybe, it's a family maybe, maybe name. The nephew. It's like a family name. Yeah, yeah, yeah family exactly. name. Horatio yeah. Alabaster. Maybe Digby. Just, maybe Digby is the one who there. made the hat. So uh, before we get, we have so uh, Mike. I was very excited once I realized what I was going to talk about in this episode. Okay, and it's because the last time. You were on an episode of Timeline Scavengers that I hosted. We'll call this the Deja Vu uh, episode of uh, of Timeline Scavengers. Um, and Excellent. truly, it's the Deja Vu uh, session since we also brought back some uh, baseball references in the previous mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Before we get into any of that, though, uh, let's let's hear from the uh, from the gallery about any impressions, thoughts, ideas, takeaways. Uh, hidden bookcases and old antique owning uh, ladies. Uh, I feel like I just wrote jokes down in my notes. Yeah. So if you want Let's me to just kind of rattle hit off yeah, a few yeah, jokes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've asked, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And my wife asked me to follow her into an antique store. Yes. That um, is a cosign. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, take off your shirt, your tie and your hat. Erskine, are you going to buy me dinner first? He said, I Hey-o. offered you alcohol last night and you didn't take it because I told you not to. But listen, <laughs> um i do and and oh that that's the end of my jokes unfortunately the rest are going to be actually discussions oh gotcha gotcha yeah okay um like i really love like the counter sign the safe Mm -hmm. word code word like there's there's i don't know what it is but like it always just screams like we're doing spy stuff hell yeah yeah to me and i'm like always into it um and then that you you mentioned it in your 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 um your recap, mm. the interaction between Erskine and the photographer seems very inconsequential. Because we don't see that picture, right? Do we ever right. see the picture that's taken? Actually, I don't know. Let's keep an eye out. And as we say on the James Nair Minute movie, you know, let's forget to remember to look out for that in the right. future. But regardless of whether or not they do, it really builds the mystique. Like, this is something they they want to document. They want, like, this is an experiment still. Right. So, like, but it's also very interesting because they, you know, that this is a moment between Erskine and Rogers. Right. So I just, I find that interesting. It's the, it's the, 
the personal, like the intimate, intimate, like, hey, hey, buddy. You know, it's like that. It's that Paul Rudd thing. Like, can you believe we are where we are right now? This look at us. Look at us. Right. Like, look at us. You know, yeah. The the picture though, I this is a fascinating thing to me because uh, in another Captain America movie, and I don't mean an MCU Captain America movie. Right. I am ninety percent sure that I have a memory of him uncovering a picture that was taken at the time of the experiment when he goes back to find certain answers it might not be a picture that it might be something that it might be like a notepad but like in my head i remember like in another captain america movie him finding some sort of piece of mm. project rebirth but it was like not nearly enough for them to understand what was happening you know what i mean i want that um, to be also, an easter i want the the very the flash photographer that we don't see right is an easter egg see. reference to <laughs> the 1970 like yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um It'd be terrific. I also think it's interesting because I, I think that there's something that also very interesting about this because like part of it, it was that like, you know, so he, he kind of gets like annoyed and like, I think part of it is also that, you know, he knows what he's done in the past and stuff like that. Sure. Um, and like, you oh, know, his sure. connection to the other. And so there's a moment of like him not wanting that to be made yes. public. Right. He's Jack Kelly. Uh, and Newsies. It, Don't take my picture. Cause the cops are after me. Right. Except it's but the Nazis. There are people right. after Exactly. Him. Right. Exactly. <laughs> But also on the flip side, so he's like Christian Bale and Swing Kids, right? Exactly. Um, Just with a German accent this time, Um, and a bad haircut. Um, Or haircut? Well, you know what I'm saying. Um, But the other thing to consider here, though, is that I hadn't thought of that. That's really good. There's two more factors about that picture. One, very clearly, they believe that this was going to be like a historic Mm -hmm. photo that was going to lead to the rest of the story that they were going to develop. And that didn't right. because of, right. you know, what's going to happen in a couple of scenes. Sure. But also, um, if it were to, for whatever reason, if they were to say, hey, we've done this thing and now we're, you know, broadcasting this, we're putting it to be like, listen up, America, you know, we're in good hands. Sorry, we're in good hands now. That picture would be now right. so inconsequential because it's about to get overshadowed by an entirely different yeah, picture. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because of, again... Right. Not to foreshadow, but what's about right, to happen. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, but somewhere there's definitely a redacted file that at this point is just that picture, like two or three sentences, uh, and then the rest of it is just all black lines. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And someone's going, what the hell is this picture of? <laughs> Let's get out of this with an Avengers Ensemble. Avengers Ensemble. Here's our Avengers Ensemble. The Antique Lady is a woman named Amanda Walker. And that's because she didn't take the car in. Walker, Walker, Walker. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode, everybody. Uh, Okay, go ahead. All right. So she was on two episodes of Sense8. She was in the movie Cloud Atlas. um, Because there's a a segment in Cloud Atlas where a bunch of old people escape from an old folks home. And she is one of those okay. old people. Um, cool. And she was typecast in, is what I'm hearing. She was in the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, which, even though it sounds like a made-up title, is also Colin. Oh, hey, here's a good guest quiz. What is? Oh boy. Why am I including the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus in this filmography where I normally pick out nerdy slash comic related stuff? Oh. And it's not hmm. because the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus was. 
necessarily a graphic novel. I don't know if it was or wasn't, but that's not the reason why. I I don't know. I've heard of that movie, um, and uh, which means I you've feel probably like heard the, of why I the professor. It. The professor is like four or five different people because of some. Is like, it like a multiverse thing? It kind of. I think it might, or like, or, or kind of a Doctor Whoey kind of thing. I don't know. Do- Doctor Who is a very funny thing for if you don't like Doctor Who and you think he's full of nonsense. <laughs> no, but I do like Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Is it because it's like super British? Uh, what I'm thinking of is not British. Oh, wait. Related. No, hang on. Well, is it? Is it technically because there is a British man that's in it who's also been in a recent Spider-Man? Mm. I don't know, but that's not what I'm thinking. It's an American man, not is it the Tooch? Marvel related. Oh. No. Nope. So DC? It's someone's last movie. Oh, wait. Is is, is that Heath what Ledger's? Heath Ledger's? Yeah. Wow. And that's why they had multiple professors. Because he was the professor and that he passed, and then they're like, yeah. well, let's just reincarnate the like the do the doctor thing. Get Tilda Swinton on the phone. All right, so Amanda Walker was in that. Oh my God, that's where we were. Oh Lord! All right, and go she was for in it. Twenty Eight Weeks Later, which is the sequel to Twenty Eight Days Later, oh, yeah. not the sequel to the Sandra Bullock rehab movie. Um, <laughs> have you seen that TikTok okay. where the person? Uh, Thought they were watching 28 Days Later, but they in fact watched 28 Days. And so they were like, I kept waiting for, like it was a real thinker. I I know that there... Oh, that's amazing. There's like a... a, This probably is not new, but there's like an image floating around of like three different movies that all have numbers and days in there. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. like, this trilogy didn't make any sense. Well, there's the Guardians one. one. The Guardians, yes. I have had that saved on my computer since we started talking about Guardians of the Gahul. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Guardians of the Gahul, Guardians of the Galaxy. Rise of the Guardians. Guardians And there's a fourth one. It's four. Oh, that's right. <laughs> For some reason, I thought it was a um, What's the fourth let one? Let me look. Though? Hold on. I have it on my desktop well, along it's with on my your, other... It's on your desktop. Yeah, let's see. Stranger Things. No. Uh, the Guardian with Kevin Costner and Ashton Kutcher. Mm, it's The Guardian, okay, Legend of it. the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul, Rise of the Guardians, and Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worth it. That's a great uh, f- uh, great set of four movies. That all have the word Guardian it in is. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so. All right. <laughs> so anyone else in this Avengers Ensemble? Nope, that's it. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so, Mike, last time you were here. Yep. You threw me into the Hudson. In 1931, one of the things that happened was that a car <laughs> oh, yeah. pulled up, and it had a license plate, and I did research on the license plate. So and there were dice let's in the talk about license plates <laughs> again. So oh, the license plate. I'm so glad to be be your license plate correspondent. Yeah, you're a number of and correspondents. And by correspondent, I mean just gonna... the person that I just listen. Just listen, yeah. Right, exactly. The audience, shut up. No, I'm joking. <laughs> All right, so the car, the car's license plate was RK557H. So I looked it up. Much more successful this time. The plate is correct. It's the correct thing for being in 1943. It says New York 1942. They haven't re- renewed the registration yet. That's fine. However. Okay. Here's the goof. Ready for the goof? Uh-oh. 
Yeah, let's. I want to hear some goofs, baby. In 1942 and 1943, they didn't require you to have front license plates because of the metal conservation for the war. So this oh. front license plate wouldn't have been a thing. Now it would have been super awkward to show Necessary? the back license plate, but you didn't have a front license plate in 42 and 43 because you were trying to save metal for bullets to shoot people. Um, mm-hmm. The car is a generally how that happens in war, right? Exactly. Um, is the it because 19... little Timmy didn't pull it off and put exactly, it into his little? Exactly. Little Timmy, the the van, the uh, motor vehicle vandal. Yeah, absolutely. Great work, Timmy. <laughs> Keep vandalizing those cars, Timmy. There's a bunch of cop cars over there. Grab those license plates. Timmy was never heard from again. The car is a 1939 Buick Special. Uh, the, that kind of car has also appeared in movies ranging from The Maltese Falcon. Mm-hmm. To who framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, yeah, and that shout out to cool. IMCDB, the International Movie Car Database. Um, moving Excellent. over to the gun that's underneath the uh, the the bureau that ooh yes um, that we'll say it right now because I reference it in the future in the thing we've recorded in the past. Uh, mm-hmm. What I refer to as <laughs> Chekhov's Tommy Gun. Ooh, <laughs> I forgot about that yeah. joke. That's really good. Um, and here, this this gun, this gun, th- this, gun this gun is when we say Tommy gun. This is the one, not the one this that, is, that we this use. This is in Tommy. A- this one was made by Thomas Thomas Gun. Yeah, James Gunn's dad. Um, <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, so Dude, very proud of you, James. This gun is a Thompson M one nine and. Uh-huh. This gun is a Thompson M1921. The gun that they used in 1931 yes. was also a, a Thompson gun. It was an M1928. Uh, Morning Reverend is the is the thing. I did do a search, oh, a real yeah, quick search ones. on Reverend on the gun database to see if perhaps it was called a, just, you know, going back to that well. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't believe that you brought that up because I, I had actually forgotten how we never figured that out. And it's still... <laughs> Bothers me. We're gonna have Kevin Feige I'm on the show, and he's gonna be bothered. like, first of all, first and foremost, that was a Jeff Loeb action, not me. Stop asking. First of all, first of all, I want all the Patreon in- information. I love the goofs. I love it. Yeah, I got. I got to hear those uh, <laughs> those music goofs. The middle school goof uh, orchestra, as I, as we you've referred <laughs> to. I also it. need to make sure that you're not putting in stuff that I'm not allowing. Right. Exactly. Uh, so the model 1921 was the first major production model for the Thompson gun. 15,000 were produced by Colt for auto ordinance. It was expensive to manufacture with original retail price around $200 because of its high quality wood furniture. Sometimes gun words are also household decor words and finely okay. machined parts. It was famous mm-hmm. throughout its career with police and criminals and in motion pictures. This model gained fame from its use by criminals during Prohibition and was nicknamed Tommy Gun by the media. So what's the difference between an M1921 that they use in, that she has here and the M1928 that they used in 1931? Those, that was exactly the question I had for you, James. They do refer to the years, but here's what happened. So the U.S. Navy made a requirement that the... Uh, Actuator, which is the thing that manages how many times you can pull the trigger, mm-hmm. uh, how how easy it is to do that. 
the U.S. Navy was like, it's basically too easy to shoot this Tommy gun. You need to weigh. So they needed to add some resistance. They had to weigh to down the actuator. And here's what they did. Got they it. weighed down the actuator and then they took a, a stamp that said 28. And they were like, on the 1921. And it, so basically it was like M19, but it says 28 on it. Like they literally just used M1921 guns, changed the actuator out and stamped over the, the other thing that's a 1921. Okay. So conclusions. Conclusions. This lady has had this gun since Agnes Cully was fixing radios in Oklahoma. The point of this gun being an M1921 is that it is fucking old. Now, listen. Hey, James. It's 22 years old. That's fine. <laughs> 22 is not fucking old. Can I old, say but... something? Yes. She probably hasn't had it. Okay. It's in an antique store. I love Whoa. that. Colin, I love that. Beautiful. Someone came in. Do you One sell moment. stuff Can at an antique store? Oh, very yeah. nice. Do you sell it stuff? Actually, did just give me a red light. Did that? Is that thing okay? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, my you mic. Can... Uh, okay, everything. Uh, oh, okay, no. Uh, uh, I, think um... it, I, I guess it just clipped or something, but I've never seen a red light on this, on this microphone before. This is my traveling mic, and that scared me. I was like, I've lost this recording. So sorry to cut you off, James. That actually scared when me. When our guest doesn't dribble the correct number of times per steps, that's my traveling mic. Um, so <laughs> what, what a sports joke, James. Wow. I'm proud of you. Ah, that's a hat trick. That's a hat trick. Oh, another oh. one. Oh. Wow. Um, so man. basically, I love the idea of it being an antique for, for at the antique store. I don't know how antique store works. Do you get like supply? Like, how does that? I know it's not like a, it's not like a pawn shop. No, but I'm assuming I, I, that was more of a joke about the fact that everything in there was yeah, old. Yeah, but I'm including her. Um, I'm gonna, it, but I wanna. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, I'm also including her in, uh, in that. Do you think it wasn't an antique store? Do you think it was actually just her house <laughs> and it was all her items? And then one day she just was like, time to start selling this stuff because I don't have anyone to take care of my estate for me. And slapped a sign on the front door, and then they were like, "Can we use your house for Project Rebirth?" Like, she was like, "And give me more money, sure." <laughs> it, yeah, I've always had a weird house next to two b businesses that looks like very much like a business, but it's it's my beautiful house. She, she she thought she's just letting the rooms into her basement out to rent for Shield for SSR. Mm. Uh, that's just her guest her guest area. You go through. Mm -hmm. I press the button. I don't shoot you. The bookcase opens. And there's like a, there's, it has its own cable. Um, you like it? You, hey, you know what? I bet you to the she's not even SSR. I bet you she's SOE. Oh, yeah. Say it ain't so. Hey, that's great. Draw this we so. Originally said it, it's like a sword. It was like, draw this so. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, because that's all about plain clothes people that you wouldn't suspect. <laughs> like, and also would explain why she's so bad with Chekhov's gun. Yeah. <laughs> Because there was no fucking training. <laughs> Sorry, that's a that's a read. Mary, here's the deal. You're gonna say, "Lovely weather we're having, isn't it?" And they're gonna say, "Yeah, but I always bring an umbrella." Okay, great. I think I got it. Okay, good. Let's see. Is there anything else? Uh, if someone comes in or tries to leave that doesn't you don't know, you should shoot them. Um, let's okay. see what else. She's Wait, like, what was that last one? Yeah, you're use fine. That. <laughs> yeah, you're good. It's a point and click interface. It's fine. <laughs> What if I go back like this? Is that good? Um, anyways, uh, that's a that's a foreshadowing. 
That's it. I don't have a guess, Jen, because I was doing too much uh, too much research on guns and cars. Because mm-hmm. I'm a but not ri- not cars okay. necessarily, but like license plates. You know have what? You, Since... Here's a question. Here's oh, a question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we did talk about this also in 1931. Listen, we covered a lot in 1931. Yeah. Yeah. There's a plenty of time to do so. Have either of you ever been somewhere with like a a concealed entrance like a like a, a hidden passageway or anything like this i have not my answer is no yes mm. i i think i'm also a no mm. uh so i really want to hear what colin yeah. has to say well okay i'm not 100 sure if this fully counts but i mean i've done not nearly as many as friend of the show daniel spencer mm. but i've done many a uh, escape sure. room and frequently, mm. one of the most common things that people do is is they have like hidden compartments, hidden rooms, hidden tunnels, sorts of deals, where you think that the space that you're in is all that you get. And then you end up unlocking or finding something that lets you into a whole brand new space mm-hmm. uh, that yeah. is previously hidden behind like a picture, a uh, a um, like bookshelf, right, a, right. Um, oh. a mantelpiece, you know what I mean? Things like that. Mm, and so like, I have been into many spaces like that. Uh, uh, a bulkhead, um, which good, I guess good. technically you would kind of expect to see. But anyway, um, uh, the other thing though, I guess is also like, I don't know where this place is because it was from my childhood. Super hidden. But I definitely know that I once was at some form of like, like a friend of the family's house where the kid that also lived there like was like you know showing me like their house when we first visited and then the first time that we went over there and then they're like hey do you want to see something cool i was like yeah and then they showed me this like um place that i think was definitely like a like, what are those things called like not like a workway but like a crawl space that was clearly made space, for yeah. like maintenance kind of thing uh but like the rest of the family like i guess had not known about um, because it was like hidden behind something else, like in their room. Mm. Um, and so like, they basically showed me this little, I mean, it's very possible the parents knew about it and they just pretended that they didn't right. for the kid to, you know, have fun. But you know, when you were a little kid, you're like, no one else knows about this. This is so cool. Right. And you know, all these we adults are so stupid and I'm the smartest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, we have like a little like clubhouse, like space to hang out in right. where there was like a chair, a beanbag chair. Which I guess technically is also a chair, mm. uh, and like maybe one or two other items, and we we're like, yeah, this place is really decked yeah. out. Like we could, we could really you know, live poster. it up here. Sure, no black yeah, light. Yeah. The ma- what is that thing called? Like the magic eye sure. poster? Yeah, yeah. What is that? Was yeah. That, those are, yeah. But it was and too was small going, a space to actually like do it. Yeah, and I was like, it's a, um, it's a boat. And they're like, no, it's a Tommy gun. You're like, oh. As he, as Colin was talking, and he mentioned a bookcase. It reminded me that a couple of bar- I've been to a couple bars here in Portland mm-hmm. that have like a secret sure. in- mm-hmm. wink wink in- uh, like there's a speakeasy right. in like a basement or a back area. Uh, one of which I didn't go to before. Unfortunately, it is no longer a bar. But I one of which I did go with because a friend of mine was like, "Hey, hey, there's this cool other bar downstairs," and I sat at that bar and I was like, "This is cool." It's another bar. Right. It's like mm-hmm. not that different, but it's no, still let's cool. Go to the other bar. So, so yeah, I like I guess I guess they're kind of sure. secret that not yeah. everyone knows about, but like enough people know about it that it's like, oh, it's more of a second auxiliary right. bar. It's an overflow room basically, but we make it cool. 
Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I'm somewhat surprised that by now I have not been to some sort of speakeasy situation. Yeah, especially because we've talked yeah, about it so many exactly. times, and I just I never did. I have had three things occur to me while we've while we've been talking. Uh, the first okay. one is you know in movies when the person is looking around and is like, wait a minute, this room is smaller than it should be, and like discovers that there's a hidden passageway just by knowing like the dimensions of the blah blah. blah. I've always found that unrealistic slash really impressive, you know, mm-hmm. unrealistic that I would ever do that. And also really impressive that anyone could be like, wait a minute. Sure. Looks out into the hallway, looks back in. Yeah, there's a hidden doorway. No, don't come in here. That's how you know that it's you found that it's hidden. Mm-hmm. Uh, two. <laughs> and it's a bathroom. Right. Like, hey, 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 get out of here. <laughs> um, two. An executive washroom. <laughs> <laughs> I have the key for that. Um, let's see. They walk in there and it's just actually a bathroom, and she's like, "Great! Now that I've used that, now we can go to Project <laughs> exactly, Rebirth." Exactly. They no, don't have right bathrooms here. next door. Um, it says it says uh it says uh girls and it's crossed off. It says da- uh, dames and it's crossed off, and it says agents and it's circled. It says a woman and has checked. And then yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what the second one is, so we'll come back to it. But the third one was I read this book that still creeps me out to this day. And Good. it's called Time Windows, which is funny, but it is basically about ghosts. And in it, one of the things that happened is that this kid finds a secret crawl space and then uh, it closes on them and they die. They suffer. Oh, I don't like that. Because their parents I really don't, don't know like about that. the crawl space. Yeah, yeah. It's horrifying. And it's a scary, scary book, and it's a kid's book, and it screws me out. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, cool. Good recommendation, Thanks for though. sharing. It's really good. I'm going to have a nightmare. But it is very scary. It's scarier than yeah. uh, any Stephen King book I've read. It's not more horrifying than any Stephen King book I've read, because I've read Gerald's right. Game, but like, um, you know, it's up there. That's it. That's all I have. Yeah. <laughs> Future Collins, like, where do I, where do I cut this? At the, I do, yeah, I got. Oh no, we hit an hour again. I don't know how we do this. Oh, this is gonna here's be the, fun. Here's to the, edit. here's the, and it's a short edit we too, did. which is fun. You got a short turnaround yeah, time did. on these two episodes. It's a short edit. <laughs> I don't See, know how we, we said turned. earlier it was a short edit. We had the short edit part of it wrong. It's not a short edit because there's nothing to cut. It's because there's not enough right. time. I just love the fact that we turned two clips. The the first one was a minute. The second one was about two into two No, my scene was had lots God. of moving parts, and we talked about most of them. We didn't. Sure. We didn't talk about. Have you ever entered a room and everyone stops talking to look at you? Oh, oh God! As oh, an anxiety person, that is, that my is fear. awful. Yeah, that is my no. fear that that will happen someday. Which is worse? Oh, Lord. Which is worse? You walk into a room and everyone stops talking and looks at you. Two, you walk into a room and everyone drops down to a whisper, but they keep talking. Oh, I think oh, the first okay. one. Neither of them yeah. feel like, good. I don't. Yeah, I don't like the second one, but I feel like at the very least, people were like, I can kind of be like, oh, they're just being respectful of like not wanting to be like too yeah. loud or like not knowing this person. I can kind of talk some of that off, but for everyone to be like in the middle of a conversation, smiling, laughing, and then go. And that was yeah. sorry, and that that uh, that silence was me completely stopping, dropping the smile, and just slowly turning my head to look. Yeah, I think that's. It yeah, is, I think it's you're the right. Action of of looking. Yeah. Um. After the stop, you know, is. 
we've got to get out of this episode. There was a cat man. In three minutes, in three minutes, we hit the time of the first episode, and I said this one was going to be shorter. So we legitimately have to end this podcast. Okay, so thank you all so much for listening to this podcast episode. I'm just going to keep going. Uh, if you want to follow this podcast, you can follow us at Timeline Scav. If you want to follow the podcast network that we're a part of, you can follow at Scavengers Net. If you want to find me and talk to me about how much got edited out of this episode, because <laughs> it was a lot. To, it was a lot. It is at Colin M. Parker. If you want to find out from James. Uh, how much pre-production we did for this episode versus how uh, what the difference is between that and the post-production on this one? Uh, go to James at uh, uh, unabashed James. Also, mm-hmm. tell me your favorite Eternal and, Champions character. And also, if you want to just talk about Weird Al, um, oh, I'm in for that. Or like other fun stuff because you know, don't bother Mike with like inconsequential shit. Talk to Mike about like you know good stuff. Uh, where can people find you, Mike? Uh, one of the good things I like to talk about is my one of my favorite podcast, Timeline Scavengers, that I'm currently on. Oh, thank you so much. Um, but you can and find we didn't even me. Have to pay you for that. I, one. Yeah, well, I want wait, to see I that under the table a little bit. Invoice. <laughs> what? Huh? Weird. Um, you, we can talk about that off air. Um, you can find me on Twitter at the Gigas. T H E G I G G A S. Love that. And also, real quick, just what are the uh, ats for your shows? Uh, you can find Good Morning Greendale at Good Greendale and uh, Back to the Futurama at Back to Futurama. Perfection. Thank you so much for that. And if you'd also like to find the gentleman who made the music at the beginning and the end of this show, uh, much like many of the actors in uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, this gentleman is also British. You can follow Nick Bramald at N-B-R-A-M-A-L-D or nickbramaldcomposer.co.uk. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Timeline Scavengers. As always, I'm Colin Parker. I'm long-winded. I'm James Anderson. And I'm Mike Snyder, also long-winded. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.